Hey, Laura, what was your favorite part? Now remember, kids, if you touch a yellow poison frog, it makes your body paralyzed. I like that part, too. <laughs> My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. listening to Escape Podcast. My name is Cameron Haug. And I'm Laura Lane. And uh, this episode is sponsored by JoJo Electro, your source of EDM clothing. Visit them at jojoelectro.com. All right, let's get this fucking atrocity started. (laughs) So I guess like our most viewed episodes of all time have always just been the worst movies. So of course, when we saw a live action full length movie based on a college humor skit from seven years ago, We had to go see Dora the Explorer. Actually, he forced me to go with him. There's a reason why none of our other (laughs) co-hosts are here. It's because this movie was just so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know what I was expecting walking into this, but we got CG monkeys that were worst, worst, that were worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. If you remember that terrible indiana jones film from 2010 or 8 or whatever it was, was you remember that, the that? One with the shia labeouf oh yeah okay that one <laughs> with the crystal aliens oh no i didn't see that one. Oh man well don't you, <laughs> I it's okay out on that classic i'm glad you missed out but there was some really <laughs> bad monkeys in there and boots was no exception to this film you know boots was pretty bad but what really got me was swiper and his ears, his ears looked like oh. cartoons. So Swiper's <laughs> just introduction was so contrived that you know he was simply there because he's been part of the series. And simply leaving him out of a Dora the Explorer movie would be much worse than having like an actual believable villain. But apparently all the evil bad guys who are like treasure hunters, um, Whatever. like modern day pirates, needed to incorporate Swiper as their henchman i guess so he really didn't do anything no other than he didn't steal the mask they were like release the swiper what? why the fuck <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck is he even working for anybody this is it's just so <laughs> contrived how they're like all right swiper blah, what's that and like like that's his introduction like go off and swipe some stuff they're like all right i'll see you in a, in a jiffy and, blah, <laughs> and like that's his fucking introduction that's that's all he does, too. I feel like that was his only scene, other than popping up here and there, being like, yeah, like, swiper. The introduction to Darth <laughs> Vader, he walks into a hall and he starts choking someone out. The introduction to Thanos, he walks into a hall and he starts choking someone out. That's a great way to go. Fucking, I know Swiper shouldn't be compared to Thanos and Darth Vader, but mm. if he's going to be the villain of a story, might as well incorporate to other villains. And fuck, was this bad. It was so <laughs> bad. Oh, my God. It really, really was. And, of course, we saw Louise's triumphant return. Have you seen Ant-Man? I hope you've seen Ant-Man. I haven't. Actually. Oh, my God. Don't be mad. Okay, it's fine. Um, go see Ant-Man. He just rolled his eyes and it was so hardcore. Um <laughs> And what even, like, you remember that stupid joke they incorporated with a boa? How the snake was oh, around yeah. her neck? Even the snake was computer generated. Like, they couldn't even get a real snake. That'd be terrifying. A gigantic boa constrictor wrapped around? I wouldn't do that. <sighs> if I was Dora, I'd be like, nah. Like, <laughs> All I'm... the other animals are computer generated. <laughs> <laughs> 
Make you know what? Snake one. Too. Fuck this. I'm getting paid too little. You can make the snake CG. Goddamn it. That's right. I'm not putting a real snake around my. It's a boa constrictor. I might get choked out. Um, unless she's into that. Uh, but Cameron. hey, she's 18. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I was getting some crazy Indiana Jones vibes from this movie. A gold idol commencing yeah. the uh, <laughs> the story. Uh, there being a plane flying over a map with a red course line. I mean, the light in the center of a room showing where the treasure is. Spikes closing down from the ceiling. I mean, just a golden idol in general. Like, all these fucking things were just obviously, obviously based upon the, the first archaeological movie that really was a blockbuster, Indiana Jones. But, I mean, they kind of broke the fourth wall with that, though, because every single room that they were in when they were in, was it the Incan temple? What? Incan or Mayan, Mayan. or as some, something. One of the ancient indigenous people. Okay. The Incan temple, while they were inside of it, every single giant spike that came out or piece of the jungle puzzle that they called it that they had to go through, they said, oh, this seems like every single jungle movie I've ever seen, you know? So obviously they were just creating the whole scene <laughs> just like, let's just to have parallel a with any other jungle movie out there. Look, this movie is so <laughs> bad. I would rather play Uncharted 4 again than to, to watch this film. When I watched it, it was like, the, the, even the plot line to Uncharted 4, which, by the way, is really good, was so much better than this fucking movie. And there were jungle puzzles in it. Like, come on. Jungle puzzles. <sighs> okay, well, let's talk about the cute stuff that we did like. Because okay. there were some cute parts to it. What? Okay, you like some parts? Go. You start off. I'll think of something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what I liked is that the Dora character stayed completely true to her character. And every single response to any situation she was put in, she stayed true to that character, whether saying, let's put our troubles in a song, you know? <laughs> or anytime she was very, like, she was quirky, she was weird, but she was true to that character that we all grew up with in the old cartoon, and she never strayed away from that. Can you say neurotoxicity? <laughs> you say neurotoxicity? So that was fun. I also thought Dora was kind of a badass. Like the very beginning of the film, when she had grown up to that 18-year-old age she stayed at for the rest of the film, she was running away from rhinos and elephants and swinging on vines like Tarzan. She was pretty badass, I think. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of yeah. badass. She, she fucking power cleaned a 300-pound gold idol. Easily 300. Do you know how dense gold is? A, a gold mm. bar is like 70 pounds. It's, <laughs> and it costs half a million dollars like it's insane how much that goes for i know <sighs> and she just lifted it up like it was nothing she's like whoop de doop de doop it's like, made of let plaster let me run into this giant storm <laughs> i'm only well how old is she supposed to be like 14 or something no i think she was 18 i think no, she, she was like it, she didn't she wasn't 18 and going to high school for the first time that's i don't know i think she was a freshman maybe, in high school maybe she was 16 maybe she was a i don't know oh it um, seems like she was one of my I'm using air quotes. Favorite part uh, was <laughs> there was an entire segment of the film dedicated towards poop jokes. That was great. You remember when, she, when the the, uh, the valedictorian girl was trying to take a poop and then they had to run away while she was pooping and they ran into a log <laughs> talking about poop jokes and then the log rolled down the hill. I mean, it's just the whole thing was just this isn't. Okay, when I say favorite, I don't mean I like it, but it was mm. one of the better parts of the film was just a whole segment dedicated towards poop jokes, which it was very similar to that Jumanji reboot we saw, if you remember that, where there was a whole segment dedicated towards 
peeing. Ooh. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> when Jack Black was... Okay, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and there was a lot of stuff that was also similar to Jumanji as well, including the reboot and the original. Like, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, I still hate half the characters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, you with a lot of things, though. Th they put their face in the floor when they were in the jungle. Um, they had to... Uh, I don't know, they got sucked in, down into a circle, like that whirlpool as well, mm -hmm. and then they were deposited in the jungle. It was, it was pretty similar to the board game. <laughs> this is me just trying to find similarities at this point, and it wasn't really too outspoken, but there was a lot of unoriginality to this film. Well, yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> they just incorporated Dora the Explorer into it, which, of course, we're going to have to talk about the LSD trip where they <laughs> actually... <laughs> Where they actually became cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a <laughs> full-on Dora the Explorer scene in the cartoon setting. <sighs> well, is there more to talk about it than that? They just had a trip and they're like, hey, this is the, this is the show. Boop-de-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop. <laughs> well, what I wanted to ask you was how soon did you realize the one guy that they were going through the jungle with was the bad guy. Oh, when he literally said, I'm the bad guy? Well, that yeah. Was, that was pretty big But did big you hint. realize that beforehand? No. No. I thought he was an ally, but it turns out he was a shapeshifter, and then <laughs> really just a really bad guy. A it's like, I'm the bad guy. No, you're not. It's fine. And later, oh, fucking plot <laughs> twist. He's the bad guy. Who like, would have thought? Oh, my fucking. <laughs> that was the stupidest fucking foreshadowing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Oh, Cameron, I thought of another favorite part of the film. What? It was in the very beginning when Dora was still a little girl, and they were e sitting at dinner and eating, and she was like, can you say, pass the potatoes? And like looked over in the corner of the room, <laughs> and her dad was like, it's just a face. She'll, She'll, grow, out of it. She'll grow out of it. <laughs> oh, one part I still can't get over is when they just brought in Danny Trejo you know, uh, Uncle Machete from Spy Kids <laughs> to do the voice of uh, Boots for like 15 seconds. He's like, if you truly believe in yourself and a tiny <laughs> pinch of magic, all of your wildest dreams will come true. Let's, I forgot what he said. Let's but it was set like, the scene for that what? so our viewers <sighs> aren't like, what's happening? So Boots, the entire film just made monkey noises and was relatively useless other than he would like, jump in at random moments and kind of help them out of situations. He, he was like um, a, a gesture ally. Yeah. Uh, and he did, like, distract the enemies a few times whenever they were too busy making loud noises, like, are those the bad guys? And then, then the bad guys would look over, like, from Far Cry, and then the monkey would be like, what? And then they throw a rock over there. It's like, oh, it's just a fucking stupid monkey. Oh, look, just there he is monkey. again, meditating in the corner. This <laughs> monkey is really dumb and really distracting. I don't understand. Anyways. So, I want to say at like three-fourths of the way into the film, Dora had escaped from the bad guys. And because she was of sitting Boots. There because of Boots. And Boots was staring at her, and she was like, I know, Boots, but they're going to kill all of us if they get the treasure. And he was staring there silently at her. And then she kept talking to him, and then he just opened his mouth and became <laughs> Machete. <laughs> <laughs> it does everything but tell time. <laughs> And then oh goes on this beautiful monologue about what Doris should do. I don't. And then it, it silence was, again. Uh, returns to the monkey. It was, <laughs> I really did 
feel like this whole movie, I, I was sick and nothing really made sense. Does that mean like <laughs> when you have a fever so high, you're like just trying to push through it and you could see some things, but you don't really know whether or not it's reality. That's what this movie felt like after the LSD trip. You're like, all right, I guess nothing means everything and everything means nothing. Now Boots is talking. What a surprise. I just, that, that's just what this movie fucking felt like. I really, I really did think they were going to put a lot more adult themes. And it was actually going to be something like, okay, this is a childhood character, but now she's actually going on a cool, action-packed adventure. But when we first got into the movie theater and we were watching the commercials beforehand or the previews beforehand and they were all children's films the wiggles I was go like, to new york or i was something like, like oh no no this was not a family <laughs> film this was a kid's film it was there was not a lot of enjoyment from the adult <laughs> sector in this end um now laura you brought up a very interesting point yes um when we were in the theater of course i'm not going to steal it you want to go ahead and talk about when they were solving the jungle puzzle and they were like, we can't see anything. Let's light a torch. Oh, yes. So we were in the theater, and I point this out to him. So they were trying to solve the quote-unquote jungle puzzle. It's when they first got into kind of the old Incan temple. And they walk in, and Dora grabs an unlit torch and then just had matches on her or something and lights it, right? And they're standing there, and they're looking around, and they're like, okay, I think the way to solve this <laughs> is, is we have to reflect light from the sun bowls that all of the statues are holding. And then she's like, don't worry, guys. They we really can use my flashlight <laughs> while she's holding a torch, by the way. <laughs> they really tried to incorporate that, that golden ratio in there, too, which had nothing to do with what they were actually doing. Yeah. It's like they were just reflecting it off and trying to get it to a certain point with seven mirrors or whatever it was. And they're like, we'll incorporate 53 degrees. But they were not uniform. They most certainly were not. And you have to hold that flashlight steady, too, and that was not what was going on. And secondly, I think it required, like, a certain um, irradiance, like solar, for it to warm up the stone or whatever. Yeah. And the flashlight most certainly would not have that power. But the fire would have if she, if the, she the thought torch. to use the torch. Yeah, you just was. keep the flashlight in there at all times. Did she have a flashlight that talked to her in the cartoon? She had a map. She had a backpack. Did she ever have a flashlight? I don't think so. I don't think the flashlight spoke to her. But did she have, I mean, she might have. She probably went in caves and stuff, right? Anything that's, any inanimate object that spoke to her had a song with it. Like, I'm the map, I'm the map. Which they incorporated into this movie as well. They did. <sighs> All right. Else? And then <laughs> I think the best way that they could have ended this movie was having two professional actors mm -hmm. do the worst crying, fake crying I've ever seen of all time about how their little daughter didn't want to live in the jungle anymore after they sent her away from the jungle to live in a school and how she wanted to live in school longer. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like that was it how was they ended the movie. Terrible. Oh. No, it wasn't. They had this giant dance scene. That was the end of the film. <laughs> but it was right before the giant dance scene. Where all of them were suddenly <laughs> best friends when the valedictorian stopped being a stuck-up bitch and the nerdy guy, no, he was still very nerdy and awkward um and then oh was there a th was there there's a th diego her there's cousin diego. diego diego who had a hard on for the valedictorian and then finally like kind of said something no they like kissed i think well after yeah they got out of the temple yeah they i mean they were working up to it but it was super awkward it was <sighs> it reminds me of my high school experience it was just 
a bunch of awkwardness and trying to avoid eye contact. And that was it. Because everything that people thought about you meant everything to you in the world, which is what they, they emphasize with Diego in the film. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. All right. And finally. Um, the end scene? Is that what we're talking about? The end scene. Yes. With the, were they doing like the banana dance or something? I don't even know. They were things. like, this is the pelican. This is the flamingo. This is the elephant on steroid dance or whatever she was doing. But, you know, they were kind of accurate with how animals <laughs> move. They weren't dances, but... <laughs> <laughs> that certainly wouldn't increase my rating of this film. Which, speaking of, yes. what would you rate this movie? Can you call it a movie? <laughs> it is a full-length feature film. Um, so, yes. I would give it a solid four. Four, and that's like me being generous with it. And it's because I did like the Dora character. Believe it or not. <laughs> Okay. It may be because I'm biased and I grew up with the nickname Laura the Explorer, but I did like <laughs> the Dora character. <laughs> um, let me see here. I am. Um, I was gonna give it like the whole time I thought of this movie, I was like one, <laughs> given like the worst <laughs> rating I've ever given. But this movie is like a solid four, honestly. Hey. Like, I'm we not agree on something. Yeah. So let's see if IMDb agrees with us. God, I know it's going to be higher because IMDb usually goes from like five and a half to nine. Um, they're so kind. I know. They're like, well, they just find the aggregate, uh, the, the, the average ratio. Yeah, 5.9 out of 10. Mm. But this movie was not good, That's guys. That's pretty this low. Was, this was just it save your money. Good. Yes. Instead, just dress up like a clown, <laughs> jump into a giant aquarium, and sing Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot Backwards. At least that'll make more sense than seeing Dora the Explorer, The Lost City of Gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm not being original. Okay. I'm quoting Ask a Ninja from 13, 14 years ago. A long time, if you yeah, remember. Yeah, that's probably what first got you into doing movie podcasts. <laughs> I don't think Ask a Ninja Ask had a Ninja. any. <laughs> Ask a Ninja. All right, well... Yes. I got places to hide and people to kill, so mm. signing out, I'm Cameron Houck. And I'm Miss Laura Lane. Have a good night, guys. Fucking stupid. Oh, man. <laughs>